you gotta get on up on for that bullshit. Stop fighting that feeling. Uh, you gotta get on up on for that bullshit. Stop fighting that feeling. Uh, you gotta get on up on for that bullshit. Stop fighting that feeling. Uh, you gotta get on up on for that bullshit. Stop fighting that feeling. Welcome to Smugcast Presents Bullshit. I am your host, BJ, where we're going to go through weekly topics here and go through and find out, like, is it really an outrage or not? Do we really need to be talking about this? Are people overreacting? So that's why we came up with the title Bullshit. So that's what we're going to do this week. I hope you enjoy. If you do enjoy this, we will do this more often. I do have some hot topics to go through this week. First one I'm going to get to happened this week. Facebook, Instagram, a lot of these social media sites went down. And people were losing their mind. I was getting text messages like like I work for Facebook or Instagram. Hey, is your Facebook acting up? No, I don't know. I haven't checked it like in six hours. I have better things to do with my time to sit there and go on Facebook and look at things. You know, if it wasn't for the podcast, honestly, I probably wouldn't be using Facebook. So that's where you guys have to find something better to do. Hey, why not get off Facebook and hang out with your kids? Why not go for a walk? It was a nice day yesterday. My wife took the dog for a walk. I decided to, to come in the studio and try to work on things to progress what we are working on. But if you spend your, if you're that upset, you can't post a picture of your dog or a throwback Thursday picture. We really need to sit down and talk to you. I don't know. Come in, sit down you know, maybe be a little bit of a therapist for you. I was really, really uh, confused by why I was getting text messages about, hey man, Facebook's not working. What are we supposed to do? Find something better to do with your time. That's why I don't understand this. I just, I mean, social media is huge. It's everywhere. It controls everything. I get it. But if it goes down, like I, I just see this picture of like everybody walking out of their house and staring up at the sun and then they just start staring and waving to people and talking like, you know, it's like after the apocalypse or a tornado, you know, where you see people walk outside. I just found it hilarious that people were losing their mind over this and they were <laughs> texting their buddies like, hey, man, I can't post a meme. What am I supposed to do? I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my time. So I, I just that was the first thing I had to get off my chest. It just find something better to do with your time. I mean. That should be maybe a good example of why you should spend your time doing something else. You know, just, 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 just a thought there. I mean, you know, there is outside and go outside, you know, I don't know, do leaf collection like we did in school or, you know, no, do some bird watching or something. I don't know. Just, or clean your yard, you know, clean your house, clean your toilet, find something productive to do with your time or hell, start a podcast. I mean, we do it. It's not that difficult. I mean, look at me right now. I'm talking to a mic and most people don't really care what I have to say, but you know what? It is better than being on social media. So, and then the next topic I have kind of ties into, um, social media and everything like that. Cause as you know, they are going to be rolling out. Um, they're going to be rolling out five D five G technology. So this is from articles from the waking times.com. 5G technology is coming, linked to cancer, heart disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's, and death. So that's where some people are claiming 5Gs are so, um, the microwave waves that come off of it are so strong. 
But then again, it ties back into social media. Yeah, I may get cancer, but I tell you what, I can upload my pictures a lot faster. I tell you what, you know, uh, my YouTube works great. I have no hair. You know, I've lost 50 pounds, but I tell you what, my cell phone works great. Um, but yeah, the new 5G uh, cell systems at Verizon, AT&T are planning to install in other cities in 2018 and 19 will use shorter length microwaves than existing 4G, fourth generation. So when they say 3G, 4G, or 5G, that the G stands for generation. The new generation cell phones will be able to communicate with either 5G or 4G microwave towers to optimize connectivity. Copper phone lines will be replaced with 5G rooftop antennas on homes and businesses. These antennas will communicate with 5G cell towers and with the wireless equipment in homes and office to provide um, phone and broadband services. So they're trying to do the smart, um, smart cities first. The safety of 5G has not been tested. The microwave frequencies that are being used in the new generation 5G system are in one millimeter wavelength. The long-term health risk of these short microwaves have not been adequately tested and FCC and telecom companies are sim- simply presuming that they're safe based on 1996 research. Wow. So basically they're just going to put these up without testing them. They're going to go back and we can get a lot more tests on medical marijuana, but we're not even going to test on five G's. We're just going to throw them on top of our rooftop and, you know, that I that's a huge issue and and I think we're all willing just to accept it be like you know what my you know my phone works great yeah that's good that but there is some links to this there has to be we're putting artificial things in the air and I'm not being conspiracy theorist you're putting artificial things in the air and you're not going to test what it can do to people you know it's like the old it's like when they used to dump waste in places or they used to or, or groundwater used to get contaminated and people got it's like the aaron brockovich type theory like we're gonna wait and then these companies gonna make enough money if they get sued they're just gonna get these money people to money money to them just to be quiet that is my theory on that i mean i know that's a little far-fetched but and then um i saw from john legree i think he's the ceo of t-mobile he was on there saying that there's a lot of pros and cons and a lot of misinformation there's no information because if you run a commercial say 5g your phone's going to run faster and it has a family of four all standing around using their phone i don't think there's going to be a whole lot of people be like oh that's great i think it's going to work well and because a lot of people have money invested in this i mean you know so that's another thing is it'll just be pushed out won't be tested in like 10 years from now um because they already said that you know um I think they. I think they said that um, uh, it's a, a, a it's affecting people be able to reproduce. I mean, I think that's one of the things that I was reading on there. Um, uh, we know that the development of cancer, heart disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's, and numerous other diseases are just even symptoms linked to the cumulative efforts of microwave radiation. Cellular systems are pushing microwave radiation in our bodies and brains 24 hours a day, regardless of whether we use cell phones or not. A million or more new 5G towers will be erected in America's cities. The 5G towers will be spaced out 500 feet apart and will be highly uh, visible eyesores. The small cell transmitters will be mounted to the top of uh, utility poles, uh, municipal building schools, and in city parks on top of the street signs, bus shelters, and everywhere else telecom companies wish in low-lying areas they might need to erect new towers yeah 
so that's where that's where a lot of people um you know are have a problem with it and there's always these organizations that say that you know these aren't these aren't really you know linked to that there's other things symptoms of damage these are some of the common symptoms fatigue chronic headaches heart palpitations high pitch ringing in the ears dizziness disturbed sleep at night wow there's like 50 things on there um so just to let you know that we need to research it but we're not gonna be able to stop it it's already in the works 5g will be out in the networks i mean they'll be out and there's not a whole lot that we'll be able to do with that so um i just forewarn you a little bit do your research on it and see what you find out but i mean companies can spend thing any way they want to spend them i mean you know i mean if it comes down to 5g and you know we start getting rid of uh you know they need to I saw someone on Twitter say, well, they, if there's problems, just need to put them over a certain state. So we start eradicating certain people. It's a good way to spend that. It's good PR. And other news here, something that I found very interesting was Gambino crime boss fatally shot at Staten Island home. I think this has been, hasn't been since the nineties, uh, um, since somebody actually, um, has been knocked off a link to Gambino crime family. Um, if you Gambino crime family, that's, uh, you know, if, if you know anything about it, that's from John Gotti was part of Gambino crime family. Um, he's the one that, uh, had Paul Constantino, um, I was, he's the one that had him whacked. So there's still whacking going on. Um, Francisco Frank Cali reported boss of Gambino organized crime family was fairly shot Wednesday night in a Staten Island home. The 53-year-old 50, who has ties to the Inzarelli Mafia family in Polino's uh, Sicily was taken to Staten Island University Hospital where he was pronounced dead. Uh, he was staying outside his white SUV when he was ambushed by a driver in a blue pickup truck. He was shot six times before uh, reportedly being run over. Nothing, nothing be worse than, you know, getting shot and <laughs> someone backs over and runs over you. Um, so no arrest been made. But that's weird because... It, you haven't had something like that happen in a very long time. So, and he was very low key. Cause if you remember, Gotti wasn't low key. Gotti was always out in the streets. Gotti was known as a Teflon Don, very well dressed. Always had great hair. Um, always went to nightclubs, celebrities knew him, but this guy was very, very low key. I mean, cause you don't with how well, you know, Intel is these, these days. Um, there's not a whole lot of places to hide. I mean, you know, you could be followed a lot easier now than you could back in the, you know, if you go back to organized crime when it first started in New York, um, back, I think one of the early 1900s in the twenties, I mean, you can basically get away with a lot of stuff. So, cause they were able to pay off judges, pay off cops, cops, all those people on their payroll. Uh, if you didn't think that happened, then you've never watched an actual mob movie. Um, he, but this guy rose to power as a Teflon Don, um, before um, he was dying in prison in 2002, that's when John Gotti actually died. So the reason the reason I bring that up because of mafia. So mafia was notorious for having um, paid off a lot. If you've ever watched, um, you know, watched Casino. If you ever watched any Mark Scorsese movies, you know, there's a lot of they're based off books and you know how they have cops paid off, people Port Authority paid off, they paid off the truck drivers. Um, you know, judges, everybody around them. Cause it's going to bring me into my next story. Um, that people are very up in arms about, about the college emissions and how celebrities and, and people of great wealth were <laughs> paying off 
colleges and, and paying off, um, you know, fake sports pictures um to get them in there and everything like that and obviously the two biggest people that we had um was uh felicity huffman felicity huffman's um husband is william h macy he was not arrested by the fbi and then um lori longen longden i can't say her name right she was on um a full house if you remember her so she was actually on there and um um, they were kind of kind of surprised by this and 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 I am not surprised by this um, but Longden was released on one million bail Wednesday and so was Felicity Huffman um, uh, the full house star and a husband designer Mosamo uh, Gulani were accused of paying bribes to only five hundred thousand dollars exchange for having their daughters designated as recruits to the USC crew team despite the fact they did not participate in crew um, daughter Olivia Jade and reportedly uh, spending her spring break on the yacht of USC's board of trustees chairman uh, Rick Russo when news broke about the college admission scheme she was has since left the yacht alright so here's where the problem is if you guys have not noticed the way the world works at all if you have money you can get what you want Jared Kushner who is obviously Donald Trump's son-in-law went to Harvard and his dad donated me like $2.5 million to Harvard. And he got into Harvard and then he was not exactly the best student at high school. He was not even the top, very top student. So there's a lot of people who could have got into college that didn't, but you guys have got to realize just like the Gambino crime family back, back in the day, if you have money, you can get things done. And if, and think about it, even politicians, when you talk about politicians is when, when they get money from special interest groups, how do you think they're going to vote? If you have money, you can get things done. And I'm sorry if people are thinking like, well, it's not right. Well, it, this is the way this world's set up. It's is if you have money, you can get things done. You know, if you're rich, you'll be able to pull off a lot more than other people will. Is it right? I'm not saying it's right at all. I'm saying this is how the world works. And if, and if you don't know, that by now then you are full of bullshit because that is weird and the other thing is don't go on there their social media to their daughters and start attacking their daughters and even if you don't agree with it and basically saying very vile things i saw i saw one of the daughters i went to her instagram page and i knew it's going to happen and they were just killing this girl think about it is i have a son that's 15 two sons 15 and 14 and if i have <laughs> my oldest son great chance of getting in school based on merit the younger one not so much but if i had a chance to be able to get him in there and i could use money or my pool then i probably would it's the same thing at work how many people you see get promoted or get a job not because of how well they do but either because of how they know or what they have to offer that's the way the world works um, if you go through and look at a lot of things, look at a lot of the Hollywood actors is where they came from, who their fathers were, uh, moms were, or who they're related to, you know, Francis Ford Coppola, um, Nicholas Cage's name was actually Coppola, you know? So there's a lot of things out there that happen and they happen because of the money that they have. And that's very sad thing about it is if I go to, if I go to a restaurant in LA and a celebrities beside me and we both come up at the same time they're going to get in before me that's just part of it and if a celebrity's son daughter whoever goes to a college sometimes it gives it notoriety that it didn't have and plus they gave them money to build a library um so 
you guys can be upset all that you want, but it's never going to change. Society is never going to change. It's all about money. That's the main thing is money and power. That's why if you see people who get elected and run campaigns, a lot of the people that run are the people that have the money and the backing to run. They have those super PACs behind them in order to run those ads, in order to do those things. So, and it just bothered me a whole lot that people were shocked by this. You shouldn't be shocked by this. William H. Macy didn't get arrested, which I'm very happy about. So, I mean, because, uh, you know, and the funny irony part about it is the full house, the full house star and her husband, there's basically an episode on it on full house. That's like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if even more people came out about this. Um, I really wouldn't want to be. Uh, I mean, cause, um, I don't think it's, I think there's more to this. I mean, I mean, you got to stop back and look at also the bushes that yell. Um, there, there's a video of George W. Bush talking and, and then, then they go back and say that he went to yell. I mean, the thing is that was a very, 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 very powerful person at that moment in time. So I just want you guys to know that. And, um, um, I don't know. I just, I just get surprised about how people are shocked about how these things go. Um, but yeah, the FBI was not messing around. I, I want to see who else possibly can be on this list. Um, I just think that there's going to, going to be a lot of, um, more names on this. I really do. Um, I mean, cause USC Yale university among colleges sued by Stanford students and college admission scandals. Guys, you shouldn't be shocked. I'm sorry. I mean, you, you really got to think about it. I mean, how many times has a rich person or celebrity's kid been arrested and they don't go to jail. But if I get arrested for it, I don't have the money. I'm going to spend some time in jail. I'm not saying we should sit back and accept things. That's the way the world works. But mm, kind of is. It really is. Um, and it's very sad. Um, but, I mean, there's nothing that we're going to be able to, to to really do about it. Unless stuff like this keeps happening. Because um, most likely what will happen is these celebrities are eventually going to work with probably the feds to, to find other people to do other things. So um, it's just it's just weird. The massive because um, this article, the massive college admission scam thought to be the biggest ever prosecuted in the United States is a harsh reminder that wealthy families can cheat their way to even greater privilege. And some say the scandal is just a tip of the iceberg. I told you. I mean, I don't want to be cynical, but or pessimist, but guys, you just got to realize this. You know, Conor McGregor just got arrested for slapping a phone out of his, that dude's hand. I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll he he's not gonna get jail time for that. How many times does Bieber get in trouble? You know, I mean, I mean, how many times did it take for DMX to, to finally get enough trouble where he actually spent in jail time? I mean, because you have money, you can get out of a lot of things. You know. And the prosecutor for this say 50 people took part in the scheme um, that involved either cheating on standardized tests or bribing college coaches and school officials to accept students as college athletes, even if the students never played the sport. And it talks about Lori and Felicity are among the dozens of parents facing federal charges. Others charged include nine coaches at elite schools, two SAT, ACT administrator, and exam procure, a college administrator and a CEO who admitted he wanted to help the wealthiest family get their kids in elite colleges. 
Um, it was it was all orchestrated by William Rick, senior CEO of a college admissions prep company school. The key senior pleaded guilty to four charges Tuesday admitted that everything a prosecutor accused them of is true. There are essentially two kinds of fraud that Singer was selling. One was to cheat on the SATs or ACTs, and the other one was to use his connection with Division One coaches and use bribes to get these parents' kids into school fake athletic credentials. Um, some parents pay between fifteen thousand and seventy-five thousand per test to help their children get a better school. Prosecutors say Singer arranged for a third party, usually Mark Riddle, to take. The test secretly in the student's place to replace the responses with his own. That's kind of like also the episode of Shameless that William H. Macy's on. His oldest son was basically a genius and he would take texts or students. And you go back to even the movie like the program and you're bringing athletics into this. Athletics is already crooked. I mean, I mean, and, you know, there's um, a coach right now that's under investigation for being a wiretap saying that he made him a best offer and how many athletes. You know, if you go back to the old uh, movie Blue Chips, that's a great example of what happens is, you know, there's, especially with AAU ball now and and how much these, you know, and now that's a little bit different compared to this. I think with a lot of these athletes is we use them to get what we want out of them. And if, and if they don't pan out, it's like, oh, it's no big deal. It's like a small investment. But also, you know, we used to have the agents go around and try to sign up these uh, athletes and most of them were from not ex- from very humble beginnings um, in their life, and they would give them take the money and get you know get their mom or dad you know give them money to help them out, and then you have to if you go pro, it's the same thing that happened to Reggie Bush. Once you go pro, you know you got to sign with me. If you don't sign with me, and then Reggie Bush didn't sign, and that's how people drop dime on him. It's just it's just weird it's i don't know it's it's just really weird how like you know people were people were upset by this and people were like i don't know because the reaction has been across the country parents are outraged that wealthy families see the way to elite universities are you shocked are you that full of bullshit you didn't think people did this therefore denying spots for less privileged harder working kids you know what was the movie um the Robert De Niro movie, you know, and one part of it is, um, the young kid said, you know, the working man's a sucker. And a lot of times is that does work out that way. You know, people that either take shortcuts or, you know, have access to this a lot of times, you know, they'll, they'll get that way. So for every student admitted through fraud and honest, generally talented student was rejected. The university of California, USC said it was, Fired senior athletic director Donna Hino and water polo coach, and they were using obscure, obscure, obscure sports too, like rowing and um, you know water polo because people didn't really know who these were because you couldn't really do it in um, basketball. I mean, if all of a sudden you know if you if you saw um, Robert De Niro's son show up on USC as a backup point guard, and you're like. Because everybody would know that he wasn't because basketball is such heavily followed. So is football, baseball, um, you know, but some of these other sports are not followed as heavy as the other sports. Uh, all USC applicants who are connected to the alleged admissions cheating scandal will be denied admission. Spokesman Gary uh, Plomvik said a case by case review. Stanford University has fired head sailing coach. So head sailing. These are some. Like prestigious, like most only rich kids do, anyways. Um, I don't know how many poor kids are on the sailing team, and 
you know uh, wake forest put the volleyball coach that volleyball at the moment makes more sense um university of texas at austin got rid of their tennis coach um some something same thing with georgetown so a lot of these sports are like sports only rich kids play i wanted to get rid of any golf coaches or uh badminton coaches um that's hilarious i i don't know i just get shocked by um people being um shocked by how um that happens just like I was talking about Jared Kushner, dad donated $2.5 million to Hartford, and this son got him into Hartford. And this guy's in the White House trying to, you know, solve deals with us in, you know, the Middle East. Um, turns out the wealthy people, including actresses, actors, and business folks, have been involved in a, a scandal that involves all kinds of crazy allegations. Um, but it looks like President's son-in-law, holder of Ivanka's hand, and security clearance he didn't earn... Was ahead of the curve, author Daniel Golden put Jared Kushner's game on the front street of his 2000 book, The Price of Admission, where he questioned how Kushner, a mediocre student at best, was accepted in America's most prestigious institutions, Harvard. You know, that's shouldn't be sh- shocked by this. This book was wrote a decade ago, how the rich uh, buy their children access to elite colleges. We shouldn't shouldn't really be shocked by this. Two point five million, like the more you pay, is that how dumb your kid is? So you have to pay more money if your kid's an idiot, you know. So if he was kind of smart, be like, all right, it's only going to take twenty five thousand. But this one, two point five billion, it is unreal. Um, it was poor that New Jersey real estate developer Charles Kushner had pledged $2.5 million to Harvard University not before, not before his son Jared was admitted to the prestigious Ivy League school. At the time, accepted one out of every nine students. Nowadays, it takes one out of 20. One out of 20 people get into Harvard. Unless you got some dime. Unless you got some dough. You know. I wonder how they do that. Um, I wonder, I wonder how they, uh, grief the palm as they say, cause I think it'd be interesting to see like how the interaction goes like, you know, Hey, you know, you apply for Harvard, you know, and then all of a sudden they start looking up who your parents are, but like, Hey, you know what? If we let him in, we'll be able to get some money from him. They wouldn't let Matt Damon in. Come on. I don't know. I just think it's. I just think it's um, it's very difficult. It's very difficult for people that don't understand how the world works. And I've said that throughout this whole episode is you can't be that naive. You cannot be that naive because the other thing, here's the problem with this though, is on the celebrity side is a lot of us put these celebrities on pedestals. You know, we, you know, we, we like their videos and um, we watch the movies. We idolize these people and, you in these people feel they're on a different level at times it's because we put them on that level not all of them some people are just egomaniacs to begin with but don't be shocked by people with money getting what they want you got to realize that because the world has been like that for the longest time go back and look at the people who have money throughout the history of even when you know this country was started you know, there's a lot of rags of riches story. That's why America's great. I get that. But a lot of people, 
go through the line of go through like the Rockefellers and, and go through like uh, Andrew Carnegie's family and go through other people like that. And you'll see how that money is followed and followed. I'm just trying to enlighten you folks. World is not one big smiling, happy place where we all get a fair shake. We don't get a fair shake. We're not going to, but it still doesn't mean you can't go out there and try. Still doesn't mean that you can't get your fat ass out of bed and go put in some effort because on the other end of the spectrum, we have people who want everything, but won't work for it. All they want to do is complain about what other people get. All they want to do is complain about how everything else goes and how everybody else gets a break and everybody gets this negative. No. And you're also probably the ones that was really upset. Facebook was, you know, not working because you want to really complain about how everything else in the world works, but you're not willing to do anything about it. Put your phone down. Go do something. Try something. You're going to fail. Who cares? Just get your ass up. All right. Well, I'm about to wrap up here and I want to talk about um, kind of my asshole of the week here. So you guys might not have heard him. Uh, his name is Jacob Wool. Um, it's J-A-C-O-B-W-O-H-L. This guy fake death threats against himself. Um, this is from the dailybeast.com. I've heard this guy before. If you haven't heard from this guy before, he's a right-wing personality. Jacob Wall appears to have fake death threats against himself who submitted them to police as evidence that he was facing terrorist threats, including to the new release documents. Um, this guy's a classic guy. Wall and fellow, uh, he was with uh, Laura Loomer, went to Minneapolis last month to investigate whether their quest to prove um, Representative Elam Omar she was the one that was obviously got in trouble because her dumbass decides to make anti-Semitic remarks while she's a member of the house. Yeah, that's not smart. Um, but he said she married her own brother. Um, a charge based on flimsy blog comments has been disproven. Uh, well, videos to his fans were uh, premised on the idea that Minneapolis, Minnesota is an incredibly dangerous place. Really? It's cold. I've never heard it. Yeah, it's cold if you stay outside or snow drift or driving around in the snow. You know, maybe the wilderness, if you have some wild animals or fall through a lake, whatever. But I'm, I mean, when I think of dangerous, I think of New York, Chicago, the east side of Indy, Memphis, you know, parts of California, the border, but, but not Minneapolis. So, um, uh, his videos to his fans were premised on the idea that Minneapolis is a crestway dangerous place and often featured him wearing a bulletproof vest at one point in the new video about their trip. Uh, goes to Minneapolis police station to report the death threats say he, that him and his team has been receiving in the city. Uh, one of those threats came from via direct message from a Twitter account called Drake Home 612 describing himself as a diversity coordinator in Minneapolis. Um, he supposedly the tweet said, ah, I hope you fucking know that if I bump into you in dinky town or anywhere else in the city, I'm going to shoot you and shit on your fucking bodies. <laughs> the count wrote to walls team, get the fuck out of our city. You piece of shit now, but Drake Holmes six one two isn't a real account as journalist Tony Webster first noticed 
It's one of the fake accounts he created in the run-up to his Twitter ban. A source familiar with the fake accounts confirmed to me that Drake612 was run by Wall before him be deleted by Twitter. That means Wall will send himself fake death threats, presumably an attempt to make up the drama during his Minneapolis videos. He, so he submitted these fake messages to the police in Minneapolis as proof he was facing terrorist threats via Twitter. Via Twitter. Are you that stupid? Are you... I mean, the dedication to see how far you could take this, Jacob, is, is, uh, you know, it's applaudable. I mean, you're willing to go full crazy and make up fake death threats. I mean, you, you know, you and Jesse, you know, you guys can just keep making up fake crimes. Maybe you guys will end up together, end up with 16 felony counts yourself. Good Lord. What people will do to get publicity and to get press. That's why this guy's an asshole. This isn't the first brush with controversy. In 2017, became the youngest person to receive a lifetime ban from futures trading. Last year, he was involved in a scheme to smear special counsel Robert Mueller with sexual assaults allegations. He actually had a press conference at a hotel with another guy who said he had the victim that was going to come forward. That was this guy. Um, the accuser, Wall, had lined up, told us today that Wall made up all the allegations up. And the person who was with Loomer didn't go to the police station, said she wasn't involved in a report. Wall didn't respond to requests for comment, but he's already lost one of the top allies on the right. Activist Ali Alexander, who organized Wall's trip to Minneapolis, went with him to the police station, posted a video early Wednesday morning trying to distance herself from Wall. Alexander claims that Wall showed her the f- fake direct messages, that Wall showed the fake direct message to the police. In the documentary, Alexander compares Wall to both Batman and Iron Man. I think he's more like the... He might be borderline on the Joker there. I don't know. Maybe Mad Hatter. Maybe that's a better reference. Mad Hatter. Um, but now he's back. But now he's backing away fast. And Wall may be a bad actor. I don't know what's going to happen. But man, it does involve me. And I'm pretty excited. Alexander went on to suggest that the issue with Wall isn't that he lied. That he did it in a clumsy way. It confirms to me that he's not operating at a level where the useful misinterface misinformation, but kind of stupid, vanity-filled, ego-fueled uh, disinformation, Alexander said, and it won't good for Jacob. Wow. Wow. So that is your asshole of the week there. Jacob Wall, seek some help. Quit trying to seek attention. Quit trying to take down the nation. And quit making up twi- fake Twitter accounts. Quit being a troll. You trolled yourself. See, this, 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 it's all bullshit. It's bullshit. Like, we're going to, we spend more time on things like that instead of things that we need to be doing. Jacob, reach out. I'll talk to you. I'll help you out. That's what we're here for. We're trying to get people to the right process and not just try to get likes, try to get Instagram famous, you know, be famous on Twitter. We're just, we got to get back to being somewhat decent human beings. Put your phones down. Go for a walk. Clear your head, Jacob. If you have a dog, walk your dog. I don't know. Watch, watch the sunset or sunrise, whatever. Go get a cup of coffee. You know, call your parents. Do something. 
Get off of that bullshit. A lot of you guys need to get off of that bullshit. And that's what we're going to be helping you here to do is try to get you off of that bullshit. Until next week, this is BJ saying, get off of that bullshit. <laughs>